Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a mindset and energy transformation coach, yoga instructor, and mom. I teach women how to master their minds and take control of their energy to create massive transformation in their health, happiness, and sense of fulfillment in their life. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome and thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. Hope you are all doing so well today. So as you probably noticed, I am dropping down to one podcast episode a week. So last Wednesday, there was no episode out. I am just going to be doing Mondays from now moving forward and I might add in the occasional bonus episode here and there, but for the next foreseeable future, I will be just doing weekly episodes. So make sure you tune in, catch up on any episodes that you have missed because, you know, maybe you haven't had a chance to listen to both episodes each week. And also please subscribe and leave a review if you have not left a review on iTunes yet. I appreciate it and it helps other people find the podcast. And before we get into today's episode, I want to let you guys know that the next Manage Your Mind Masterclass series is happening on Monday, March 29th, and it will go through until April 2nd, I guess it will be, because it is a five-day training. So in case you're new to the podcast, the Manage Your Mind Masterclass series is... Um, a five-day training where I teach you how to use your mind in a way that's going to help you feel better deliberately and reach your goals. So if you are wanting to have better control over your thoughts, over your emotions, and your actions that you take, then make sure you join us. The link to join is in the show notes. The URL is www.alignedlifesociety.com forward slash register. So you can head to that link, get yourself signed up, and then make sure you join the Facebook group because that is where all of the five live videos will be posted. If you can't make it live, no problem. You can catch up whenever you're able to during the day. Um, The videos will be available throughout the whole week. So if you have any questions, let me know. Find me on Instagram, send me a DM, send me an email, and let me know if you have any questions about that. So today's episode, we are talking about self-esteem. So this is, I'm I'm going to start off actually reading you guys the definition. So self-esteem is an individual's subjective evaluation of their own worth. Self-esteem encompasses beliefs about oneself as well as emotional states such as triumph, despair, pride, and shame. So I just want to, before I get into my view on all of this, um, I want to share one more piece. Okay, so self-esteem is what we think and feel and believe about ourselves. And self-worth is recognizing I am greater than all of those things. Okay, so self-worth is a deep knowing that I am of value, I am lovable, I am important, I am necessary to this life. And self-esteem doesn't last or work without self 
worth. So just to go back to the definition again, self-esteem is an individual's subjective evaluation of their own worth. Now, the reason I wanted to just emphasize that again is because I've shared this with you guys on different podcast episodes. The way I've learned about it, about self-worth, is that your self-worth is non-negotiable. It's not like some people have more worth or worthiness than other people. It's just like a blanket. Everyone has self-worth because they are here. We are on this planet. The moment you are born, you are worthy. And I like to see it like that. And I like to believe that because it's just like, it's a non-negotiable. It's a non-decision. It's just, it's done, right? Because so many people get caught up in thinking that they're not worthy or that there's a different like ranking of worthiness. And usually most people, especially like the women that are in my community, they would rank themselves below average probably. And that breaks my heart because I like to see it as a non-negotiable. I, I learned about it that way from Brooke Castillo and other coaches and, and I love it like that because it's like just one less thing that we even need to think about. You're worthy, period, end of story. So your self-esteem is an, in, it's an individual's subjective evaluation of their own worth. So when you think that you are worth less than someone else, then therefore your, your self-esteem is less than someone else's, right? Because you think that you're not as worthy as someone else. But when you see that we are all worthy, it's a non-negotiable, it's just, it is, right? It just is what it is. Then you don't really have to play around with that. And that can help build up your self-esteem. And therefore your confidence, because confidence and self-esteem are so connected. I actually took the time to Google the difference between self-confidence and self-esteem because they're kind of interchanged, interchangeable in a lot of conversations. And so confidence is a measure of faith in one's own abilities and self-esteem is about our sense of self. Self-esteem and self-confidence overlap, but they are different. Self-esteem refers to whether you appreciate and value yourself. Your self-esteem develops and changes as a result of your life experiences and interactions with other people. And then self-confidence is your belief in yourself and your abilities. So I'm not going to read you guys any more definitions because I know sometimes that can be just like a little bit of overload. But I just wanted to give you guys like the background on those definitions and just how you can see that they do kind of can kind of overlap and just give you background of what we're talking about. So if you guys can just get on board with me and see that your self-worth is what it is. And it's not like you have to spend time working on your self-worth. Maybe the only thing you'd have to do is stop believing that you are 
not as worthy as other people or that your self-worth is something that is negotiable. It's it's just starting to believe that your self-worth is what it is and everybody is worthy. That would be the only work you need to do is just believing that and letting go of beliefs that you are worth less than other people. And from that place of doing that work, likely your self-esteem will increase. So signs of low self-esteem would be like difficulty making friends or reaching out to other people, not owning your mistakes or quote-unquote failures, maybe not trying new things, avoiding opportunities, having negative self-talk, comparing yourself to others, having a fear of failure, right? Being embarrassed about normal things, right? Like normal failure or um, being like a human, right? Those types of things could be a sign that you have low self-esteem. And as I was kind of preparing for this episode, I found it like really interesting. Some of the stuff that I was reading was about you can have low self-esteem, high self-esteem, or inflated self-esteem. And I don't really like the way that that's worded because I think that's getting into like a totally different word and definition of something, right? Like I don't think having an inflated self-esteem is what self-esteem is. I would just say that that would be arrogance or like cockiness or something like that. So I would just like to think of self-esteem just is your own evaluation of of your self-worth, right? And when you just, it it, it is what it is. Maybe you have low self-esteem or maybe you have like quote-unquote good or high self-esteem, which is all just an opinion, right? But thinking of inflated self-esteem, let's just call that arrogance, okay? Just for today's episode. And a while back, I did a poll on Instagram about self-criticism. And the reason I want to talk about that in this episode is because, um, well, well, what I what the poll was about was I asked you guys on Instagram if you thought there was like an appropriate amount of self-criticism. And I think like all the people that voted except for like... Um, say like 10% or something, voted that you thought it was okay to have self-criticism. And it's so interesting because I see it totally opposite as that. In my opinion and what I teach my clients is like zero tolerance for self-criticism. I don't really think that self-criticism is like a healthy thing to have. Now, what I do think is healthy is having self-awareness. But just like I was kind of saying with like arrogance and inflated self-esteem, though, like instead of calling it inflated self-esteem, let's just call it arrogance, which is what it is, right? And instead of calling a healthy amount of self-criticism, okay, let's just call it self-awareness because self-criticism is like beating yourself up 
And in my opinion, self-criticism is what will impact, negatively impact your own sense of self-esteem or self-worth. Like beating yourself up, criticizing yourself, I don't think ever gets you anywhere. And I think that that's why people have self-esteem issues is because they might think that a certain amount of criticism against yourself is okay. Now, if you just see it as self-awareness, as in, hmm, I'm not that good at public speaking. So in my opinion, that's self-awareness. That's not self-criticism. Self-criticism would be, you suck at public speaking. That was so embarrassing. Nobody engaged nobody understood what you're talking about and like picking apart that stuff right that's criticism it's not and when people say like constructive criticism like how about we just call it feedback you know what I mean and this episode it's like I'm going into all of the different definitions of things and that's not the point of this episode but I think that it is helpful when we're all on the same page about what everything means that we're talking about so With that being said, if you notice yourself criticizing yourself and it's not from a place of like self-awareness and really rooted in love, I don't think that's helpful. And I think that that's probably why you would say to yourself that, or you could say to to me or to anyone else that, yeah, I have low self-esteem. I think that it's probably because you are picking yourself apart from a place of criticism or from like an unhelpful place. Now, when you are aware of yourself, you know where you have room for growth and you you know that from a place of like a growth mindset rather than, oh, I'm not good enough. I still have so much work to do. Like that's, in my opinion, not helpful. And I think that, you know, Marissa Peer, she's a, she's a hypnotherapist and she talks about how the, the words that we hear are the most powerful things that shape who we are, but the more powerful than words of other people are the words that we say to ourselves. So when you're the one that's totally responsible for your own self-worth and self-esteem but then you're also how you also speak to yourself is telling yourself and picking apart where you aren't good enough that is why you have this low self-esteem so look at your life and look at where you are speaking to yourself like that and for some of you that might be a little bit eye-opening, it might be like a little bit of a hard thing to do because you might see like, whoa, I have been picking myself apart in like all areas of my life. And if that's the case, I don't want you to to leave this episode and feel overwhelmed and and like beat yourself up about that because that's exactly what I'm telling you not, not to be doing about all of this. But I just want you to have the awareness of knowing that you don't have to go down that path. Having self-esteem is really about choosing to love yourself 
right? Like being kind to yourself. If you can't even think about being uh, of think about loving yourself, can you just think about I'm just always going to be kind to myself? Because truthfully, I've been thinking about this so much throughout the past week specifically, like nothing good comes from thinking those negative thoughts about ourselves. Like I'm even talking about not specifically like ourselves or our bodies or anything like that, but like the things that we're doing. Like when you're doing something, when you're working on a new goal, let's say you're working in your health and you're just thinking like, oh, it's not working. Like, I I don't know what to do. I never know what to do. Things never work out for me. Like those types of sentences are what is negatively impacting your self-esteem. When you have a low self-esteem, you're not going to be as accomplished as you probably want to be in your life. And if you do have accomplishment in your life, it probably feels fake to you or like it's never enough and you probably feel like a fraud in some sense because you probably are not valuing it, right? So to other people, they might see a a lot of success or accomplishment from you or like in your life, but to you, it doesn't feel like it's enough. And that's because you do not have because you are not believing in your worthiness, right? You're thinking that it's like a, a scale, <laughs> like, you're, you're, like you're lower on the scale and other people are higher, something like that. So we talked about the signs of low self-esteem. I just want to talk for a moment about some practices that you can do. And I'm going to say to increase your self-esteem, but like, These are just things that I think should become kind of like non-negotiables in our life, whether you see yourself having high self-esteem or somewhere in the middle or low. I think these are things that all of us can work on. So the first one is respecting yourself. And that is like a big all-encompassing thing. Like to me, respecting myself is meaning like so many different areas I could go into like thinking about health like me respecting myself is nourishing myself and that also means like lots of water and um, nourishing my mind with the positive thinking and the helpful thoughts and just self-awareness it's about getting proper sleep it's about just knowing when I need to maybe slow down knowing when my ego is telling me to slow down but my actual like highest self is wanting to keep going right like that's in my opinion that's all about respecting ourselves so just like being onto yourself I think that you have to have self-awareness for all of these things and I do have a podcast episode on self-awareness highly encourage you to listen to that because self-awareness is the beginning of all personal growth. So if you are new to personal growth or you don't feel like you have a lot of self-awareness, please go and check out that episode. So number two, watch your expectations. I also have a podcast episode called When Positive Expectations Backfire. Essentially what I talk about in that episode is like when you, I think it's great to have high expectations, okay? I have high expectations for myself 
and for my life, let's just say. Now, I like to think that things are going to work out the way that I want them to, and I, I like to have that in my life, okay? I like to be like that. But there's also a time where your expectations will backfire on you. So what I like to say to myself and to my clients is like, go ahead and have those expectations, but don't be attached to the outcome. So having high self-esteem is really about watching your expectations, I think is a, is a helpful thing. Number three, have acceptance of what is, but also realize that you can change. And you can change so much more than you are even giving yourself credit for. Now, that being said, you have to have acceptance first and foremost. That's why I said it first. Have acceptance of what is. That means whatever is going on in your life, where you are in your life, you have to have acceptance of of that. And if you decide to change, do it from a place of love. Do it from a place of, I can't help but not grow. Rather than changing from a place of, anywhere is going to be better than here. Right? Or changing from a place of thinking, this sucks where I am and it's going to be so much better over here. That's not helpful and it's not true and wherever you go, there you are. So if you're not happy where you are right now, you will not be happy anywhere in the future. And that's like a very confusing thing for some beginners in personal growth to understand. They are like, well, why would I change then? Like, why would I want to change? And I remember thinking that that same exact thought when I first learned about that concept. But I promise you, be happy here and then make changes because it's your natural expression. Number four, zero tolerance on self-criticism. Like I already said, I don't think self-criticism is helpful. I think it feels like crap. I think when you feel like crap, you take crap action and you get crap results. That's the truth, that's the model. It's how the world works. So have awareness, speak to yourself with loving kindness, but you don't have to pick yourself apart. Got it? And that's just my opinion. If you don't agree with me, that's totally fine. If you like having self-criticism in your life, I mean, I guess go for it because it's your life and you do get to decide. But that's what works for me. That's what I teach my clients. That's what I think is helpful. And so maybe give it a try if you want to. And then the last one, no outside approval. And that one kind of sounds like a little bit confusing maybe. So what I mean is just, Approve of yourself and let other people have their own thoughts and you drop any expectations or attachments to what they think and not even let that be part of your thinking. Okay, so you're doing things and you're being who you are because that's who you want to be and that's what you want to do, not because, oh, this will make people like me. This will make me more friends. This will make other people happy. When you do things from that place, it's because you have low self-esteem. So if you want to increase your self-esteem, 
You have to approve of yourself. You have to be happy with who you are. You have to stand for what you stand for. Trust me, if you are living your life based on what other people think, um, you don't really have strong opinions about things or you just kind of don't make your opinion as important as other people's opinions, you're going to be unhappy. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to think like, oh, I just let everyone else decide things. And it's not going to feel authentic. It's not going to feel like you're really living your own life. So I'm not saying that you have to be like an opinionated um, jerk and like cut people down because they have a different opinion than you. But I just mean stand for something be your own person, approve of yourself, like who you are, be for what you want to be for, and just live your own life regardless of what other people might think about it. And some people will hear that and think like, I can't live my life and not worry what other people will think because then I'll just be a jerk or like then I won't have any friends or something like that. And it's not true. If you live your life because you're happy with yourself, you are going to be exuding so much confidence and joy if it's truly coming from that place that you will have people that just love being around you and you will be attracting the right kind of people in your life. If you're being fake if you're looking for approval, you're going to attract the type of people in, in your life that are like controlling and um, and also fake. Like you're going to attract what you are. So be who you want to be and be authentic and be genuine and like who you are. And that's who you're going to attract in your life. Okay, so that's what I got for you for today. I would take a little bit of time if you want to make this podcast actionable and go through those five practices that I just mentioned and see where you are on each of those and maybe do some work in each area and do it from a place of self-awareness and not self-criticism. So if you are enjoying these episodes, please screenshot this and tag me on Instagram, meganr.schmidt. Let me know your biggest takeaway and I will chat with you guys next week. Don't forget to sign up for the Manager Mind Masterclass either. The link is in the show notes. So thanks so much and chat with you soon. Bye. If you enjoy what you learn from the Align Wellness Podcast, I would love to have you check out the Aligned Life program. In our 12 months together, you will learn how to take complete control of your energy, thoughts, and emotions and create a life on your terms that is purposeful and in alignment to you. It's the ultimate personal growth and life design program. Health, fulfillment, abundance, and love is available for you. I would love to have you join us. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about the Align Life program. 